0: Welcome back, Lead Bold listeners. You are in for a treat today. We have a little bit of a departure from our normal episode as we spend some time on something really special to all of us, and that is... Lead Bold. We are joined by an amazing guest today, Jody Tay, who has been uh, with Crosswinds Church for the past 18 years and serves on the teaching and elder board. She's the associate pastor with that team. She is also in process of becoming a spiritual director through the Journey Center Spiritual Director Training Program. And her love for study has led to an MDiv degree from the Golden Gate Seminary and a Doctorate of Ministry from Fuller Seminary. And if all of that was not enough. She is married to Ernesto. They have two boys who she adores, Ernesto and Sebastian, and she happens to be a member of the Lead Bold board, and we are so excited to talk today about Lead Bold. We're ready to share with you so much about where we started, where we've been, what's coming, what has been working, what God is doing from our guest and one of the founders of Lead Bold. Well, hey everyone, today is such a
1: fun episode, and it's different because we took a break from our normal pattern of asking for a word, a warning, and a wow, and instead, we got to talk with Jody Tay, who is one of the original founders of Lead Bold, about the Lead Bold origin story. So we talk about how it all started. Um, we talk about why are we even doing this? Why does it matter? And a little bit about what we're experiencing now as the leadership team and as a whole community where God is really breathing in to this movement. So enjoy this time and I hope it inspires you to stay connected, and even more so with LeadBold. Well, hey everybody, we're back with another LeadBold podcast episode. Thank you for joining us. I am here with my amazing co-host, Aaron Seth. Hi,
0: Aaron. Hello, everybody. Excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, this is
1: going to be a very unique conversation because our guest is Jody Tay. Hi, Jody. Hi you guys, so excited to be here today. We are especially eager about this conversation and the reason I was saying it was unique is that Jody, aside from being one of my best friends, I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um we yeah. we both pastor at the same church. Our offices share a, a wall <laughs> we, and <laughs> as as it relates to this conversation, She was one of the very, very first um, voices and um, just a presence in the origin of Lead Bold. So, so much of, I think, how we have formed and what we've become has a ton to do with Dr. Jody Tay. I like to call you that just to embarrass you because I know (laughs) a lot of people don't know (laughs) that you have your doctorate. Uh, But so I just thought we'd spend a little bit of time at the get-go Talking a little bit about Lead Bold and how it started. Does that sound okay? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Awesome. And Aaron, obviously you it. jump in because you were in you were in right on the tail of all that. So you've been part of it for a long time.
0: I was gonna say you guys really cast the vision and I just got to Jump, jump in for the ride, and it's been awesome. So I'm excited to hear more about that origin piece.
1: yeah. the um, so some of you know that it all it started about four years ago in a parking lot where I was talking with two other women who were in who were pat one was a pastor. one was in a pastoral role, not officially on staff. but um and really just dreaming about what what if there was a place or a space where women who were leading in ministry, whatever that looked like, could be together and could learn from one another and be supported by one another. And immediately we all felt something was happening. Um, We stood there. Have you guys ever had that kind of conversation where you're in the parking lot, your doors open in your car, your stuff's loaded, and then you stand there and talk for 45 minutes? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're like, this is <laughs> happening. So, so that morphed into um, us kind of syncing up our calendars and deciding to meet again when we actually, you know, had time to do that and really just listen for what it felt like God was doing. Immediately, the first person I called after that conversation was Jody Tay. And I was like, listen, we're, we're having this meeting. You need to be there. Um, now, I, I know. I, I know why I reached out to you, but Jody, tell us from your perspective, kind of what was the conversation you were already having here at our church and just in your own journey? Why was that such a great fit for you?
2: Well, as I was listening to you talk about this conversation you were having, I was replaying conversations that I had also been having probably like in the last four weeks leading up to that conversation that you had had. And by the way, you know, something real is happening when you're all, you all have your car doors open and it's your purse is in the car and it's a late night, but you can't stop talking to each right. other. That's like the Holy Spirit signal <laughs> to you so something true. real is about to go Pay down. attention, people. <laughs> so that was my first clue. Something was important was about happening in that conversation, but as a church at Crosswinds, um, forever and a day. I have been there for 18 years and we have been a church that has um, championed women in ministry since day one. And, um, and I've had that backing and that support for, for so long with the leadership, um, at Crosswinds. And we had been talking, um, our senior pastor and myself had been talking about what can we do? It'd been an ongoing conversation for weeks. What can we start doing as a church that who already champions women in ministry and kind of lifts that up? What can we start doing to, empower others, other women, like what's our role in this conversation and what's our role in this movement, you know, that we felt was, was starting to take place. So we've been talking about that for months, um, and weeks leading up to that. And at the same time that that conversation was happening, this weird thing was also happening where women from who were leading in other churches and even pastors, Who are leading at churches where they who that haven't totally embraced women in leadership were coming to us almost in secret, like men asking, like you're saying, men, men men were coming and women were coming, yeah, men and women were coming to us in almost in secret, almost like in the Bible when they would come to Jesus at night, like like, Nicodemus (laughs) type of thing. Nicodemus coming at night, they would come at night, you guys, like at midnight. No, they would come and almost in secret, like don't tell anyone I'm here, but how are you guys doing what you're doing and how are you doing it successfully? And it was so bizarre. Every week we'd almost have uh, a senior pastor and I would have these conversations about who the person was that came to us to talk about that. And we thought, okay, God's really doing something Um with us and and asking us to be part of something and we didn't know what that was going to look like and then this conversation th- another late night conversation happened in that parking lot and so that was kind of the springboard to okay how can crosswinds partner with what is what is forming um what seemed to be mm-hmm. forming at that time
1: yeah that's such a good word for it is forming because the funny part is like any time when god is birthing something new we didn't know what it even was or what it should look like. And even by the time we got to where we had decided, okay, we're going to do a conference. We're going to just make a, a a time and space where we can all gather. Even at that point, when we were telling people about the very first conference, we, didn't, we also didn't even know what we were telling them about. We were like, well, this is in our imaginations. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was crazy is that, when all of us were having these other conversations telling them about the conference that was coming, it it took like no convincing. Women were eager and, I think, hungry, starving for this like, oh, when is it? Where is it? How mm-hmm. do I get there? and mm-hmm. And that was some of the momentum. and And then, like, as Jody's saying, the early momentum of like-mindedness in this parking lot conversation, among women who were at three different churches, three different traditions, you know, it wasn't just a one church thing. But then crosswinds where God was also working coming alongside and ultimately um Jody you're on the elder board. Tell us um kind of what the mm-hmm. elders decided as a real big move of action and kind of building into what we're doing here.
2: Yeah, so a few years ago we had a Pre, prior to the pandemic happening, we had a bunch of initiatives that we wanted to launch as a church and we thought, okay, what would it be for us to actually put like our money where our mouth is, so to speak, you know and, and put some some seed money toward whatever this thing was going to be that turned out to be lead bold. Um, what would it be for us to to ask our elders to help fund the origin of that? And so we went to our elder board and, uh, Andrea had written up a proposal and, and I brought it, she brought it to the elder board and presented it and talked, you know, about the need and just the, the fact that when you don't even have to tell people what your content is going to be. And they're like, just tell me when to be there because they know other women are going to be there who get them and understand. And there's a. There's something that happens that words can't explain in that like it's it's a deep talking to deep yeah that's our good. elders actually understood that our elders understood that and they had they had seen and have seen and been part of how crosswinds has championed women in in ministry and women in leadership and it was it was a no-brainer at that time. Um it took very little convincing after Andrea <laughs> presented her proposal where the elders were like, absolutely how much they how much do you guys need? Yeah. So our Basically. first conference,
1: um, unlike anybody I know of who started something from scratch, um, we had um tangible financial backing from the church so that our leadership team, which of course included Jody got to just dream and dream big and listen for what God wanted us to do without the very practical, like, can we afford that? Are we all going to go in personal debt to pull this off? Mm -hmm. Um, Such Mm -hmm. a huge gift. And then, of course, that perpetuated our ministry because, you know, people did actually buy tickets. And so we had sort of the beginning of resources that could then carry us forward, um, and you know, after that, we we've continued to do conferences. we've continued to do other things. Jody is the chair of our board where we have a board, We're an official 501 C3. Like it's crazy to think back to the very beginning of just this spark of an idea, but then seeing how God was really going ahead of us the whole time.
2: Yes. Yes. I think he he was very definitely carving or he carved the path, right? It was the grooves were already in the ground and we had the freedom to just take the next step and the next step and the next step. And what I think is unique about that, if I can say this, and maybe not in every setting it's like this, but I think when it comes to something like this, when with women in ministry leadership, it's prove yourself first and then we'll see if we can If we want to, if we want to back that.
1: Women are very Um, used to having to prove themselves before they get the. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. And so the movement forward was without that pressure and the ability to dream and, uh, and really lean into what we felt God was calling us to do. It, It gave us the freedom to do that. A lot of people don't have the freedom to do that. You just have to start producing. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't. It doesn't, and oh well. But I feel like that is that is part of why Lead Bold has been so successful. Not just because of the need, because but because we've really been able to lean into this movement that God is orchestrating, and then we just step and we've taken the next step and the next step. So there's been such a freedom and a gift, I think, in that. It's so
0: powerful, too, just given the fact that oftentimes, like we associate male leadership and ministry with like. Pastoral and teaching. Um, and it is way more broad. And especially also for females in leadership, the span of what is covered under ministry leader is so broad, you mm-hmm. know. And as someone who I joined uh, and wanted to be a part of it, I was coming from a position of leading in the worship ministry. So a very different capacity of leadership. And it was just amazing to see that there was something for everyone. And that the, just the sense of community and having space and resources to connect with other people, whether Mm -hmm. they were in the same line of ministry or not, and see that the work and the transferable skills that God was kind of calling up across different leadership opportunities was also just a powerful piece of it. It it wasn't Mm -hmm. just about pastoral, although that's a very big part of this, um, of this community, but it was amazing to see women feel like they had a seat at the table, even if they weren't a teaching pastor to be taught and to have resources and to be poured into. And so it's just been such a, it's, it's a great advocacy for this community. And as someone who has gained a lot from it and also been a part of it, like, it's just, it's a pretty powerful thing to watch God work when we kind of get out of the way. Yeah, that's
1: it. That's it. Exactly. Um, really what it is. Um, I've been so moved by the breadth of who has been involved. And from the very beginning, like you're saying, Aaron, we we never wanted it to be like only these people are included and not these people. And yes, we do limit it to women who are in ministry who are leading. So, you know, you gotta know who you're you gotta know who you're you're trying to mm-hmm. serve. But but it was it was very broad it didn't have to be any certain church it didn't even have to be a church it could be a parachurch organization a nonprofit you didn't have to be a staff person you could be a volunteer you didn't have to be at the highest level you could be just starting you know we i, I think there's such mm-hmm. a richness is richness the word richness i think yeah i don't know R- richiosity yeah, there's yeah. such a richiosity of, <laughs> um, <laughs> of how what what we as women have to bring and how we can pour into mm-hmm. each other not just those who are coming along behind us but those who are beside us and even those who are ahead of us i mm-hmm. i love that mutuality and so that's what's reflected you know i remember the uh, at our very first conference we were in the green room with our production team, uh, one of many teams that was pulling this thing off. And we went around at the beginning and we all had to just introduce ourselves. And it was because we were all coming from all different parts, primarily Bay Area, but you know, coming from all different backgrounds. And it was so beautiful to be like, oh, I'm Andrea. I am a pastor here at Crosswinds Church. And then the next person would say, oh, I'm so-and-so. And I, like you said, Aaron, I lead worship at this church over here. I'm so-and-so and I serve in this nonprofit. Like everyone that went around was from somewhere else. And to me, that was such a picture of that while certainly Cross, I don't know that, well, let's... I, I will say God strongly used Crosswinds to help this launch. But even with that, it's never been about Crosswinds or even any one church or even church at all. It's been about the women in their various roles, wherever they're at, you know?
0: Yeah. The, the, the span is so vast and who it's reaching and also what it's reaching. And so I mean, I know a lot about this from the back end, but I'm sure those listening would love to kind of know, you know, what the breadth looks like within Leadbold in terms of what kind of resources, what options there are beyond. Obviously, our conference is a big part of what we do for women to gather in person, but there's so much that's wrapped up into kind of what is resourced inside of Leadbold, too. What's that look like for folks to know the little, the nitty gritty?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, it's funny because when I look back at the calendar, I realized that our first conference was only, what, seven months before the pandemic, or at least before the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. our area. And so for any new organization, I think there's some experimenting, right? You're kind of figuring out like, what is it that only we can do? What is our groove? So we already were needing to do that. And then you just throw you know a worldwide pandemic on top of that where hey we're all going to have to move to digital and we're all sick of digital like what is that what does that look like so i mean honestly full disclosure it has been like a double dose of trying things and some of them work and some of them don't um so it's been a uh, you know in a way like even that freedom that Jody was talking about i we have felt that freedom to try something and to realize that what women need now is different maybe than it was 2 3 years ago you know
2: yeah i think that everybody during this this whole pandemic season it just became a massive incubator for all kinds of things to just to everything's an experiment. That's one of the values we have at our church. But I think that, you know, in this too, we were able to experiment and see what was going to work, what wasn't going to work. But, but the thing is, the fact that we are here and I think Andrea is going to talk in just a little bit about the fact that we also have a second conference location now. I think the thing that that remained and that we were able to lean into even more was just tap into the continued need for women to have something like this. The need never went away. And I think that the fact that we are we we didn't shrink during that time, we almost exploded <laughs> during that time in terms of our reach and what we were able to do shows that this is just um it's not just a need, but it is really a movement that's the word I keep coming back to over and over again, that lead the world is a movement. Um, And and women are jumping on board with that movement.
0: There are so few few things we see now. A lot of churches, and this isn't a negative thing, it's kind of an important part of this as well, is that much of teaching and resources are focused on life stages, right? You've got like young marrieds, you've got like college kiddos, you've got like young families. We kind of often structure church offerings and resources around stages of life. And I love that you that Lead Bold is something that's constantly trying to meet the need, like, holistically. And what has been so encouraging about being part of this is to recognize that, like, heterogeneous women are stepping into this space at the beginning of their careers, after being in it for 15 to 20 and beyond, um, right in the middle, freshly new. Like, it's just, it's so cool to see that these resources are not only expanding to meet the needs and trying to continue to evolve as needs change but also it's it's also grabbing holistically like a woman in ministry and that doesn't have to mean anything specific there is so much freedom in the Mm -hmm. in the community of hearing from everyone at a different stage which is so awesome and part of that kind of seeing it evolve to meet the needs of the people involved. Yeah, so cool.
1: definitely. I would say, you know, Jody and I happen to be, I think we're only like a month apart in our age and in our ministry journey, kind of similar as well. And so she and I just at our age, we, and in our just trajectory of ministry, we're both, we've both kind of been in this season of like, okay, what is the other half of my ministry um, call look like? And I think that, um, one of the things I love is, yes, we've got um, you know younger women. Well, I just talked to a pastor a couple days ago who is part of Lead Bold, and she's probably, in her words, three or four years away from retirement, but. She's going to be joining our pastor's cohort, which we'll also talk about in a minute. But, and she was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't want to take someone else's spot who's younger. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, this is probably what you need right now for whatever God has for you next. So, being able, whether Mm -hmm. you're in a kind of mid ministry transition or thinking about it like Jody and I are, whether you're, you've already had this long trajectory of similar ministry and, and you're maybe kind of, toward stepping out of that what does that look like or whether you're someone who who is new you know we i talked to another pastor a couple weeks back who you know she's kind of new in the role she's i can't remember if the role was created for her but you know she's longing for i need that connection because i I mean, I don't know if I know what I'm doing. (laughs) And I I didn't want to tell her, like, none of us know what we're doing. It doesn't get any better. No, (laughs) no, but just just absolutely um, stepping in where you are as you are with whatever you have and whatever you don't have and knowing that this is a community that so understands you because we've – we've had a similar journey in in some way, simply because we are women, we are called to ministry, and we're in a leadership space. And that's really the secret sauce, you know, that that I think makes Mm -hmm. this something that women, you know, you get a little taste of it and it's like, oh yeah, I need more of that. So that's kind of what we're trying to do. One thing with the with the pandemic and having to move our 2020 conference to virtual is it did expand our, our reach. You know, we had women from all over the country who were tuning in. And so that has shaped, I think also some of how we move forward. Now I think without the pandemic, we probably would not have leaned in as much to having things online. Um, you know, that kind of thing, you know, we've got something coming up and now I'm hesitant because I'm not sure when this episode's getting released, but we, uh, Erin, is it going to be released before our (laughs) thing in April? Do you remember? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think so. I think definitely this will be released So Okay. So April 30th is Inspired to Lead, which is a, a totally virtual time to come together, hear an amazing speaker that we also had on our podcast, uh, Dr. Jackie Reese, and, and then not only listen together, but then go into a Zoom room, which I don't think I knew what a Zoom room even was, it, you know, prior to 2020, um, and actually get to be with other women who might be like totally on the other side of the country that you would never have met that God might use to encourage you or might use you to give her the words that she needs wherever she's at. I mean, it's just I I want to lean into making sure that we have both the in-person, which you kind of can't – man, there's something ha- that special that happens in person that I don't think can happen online. But also that online place because sometimes that's what someone's option is.
0: Yeah, it's amazing to think how much we – sometimes within our human understanding, we think something like a pandemic will completely limit what our options are. And God's like, Hey, uh, just kidding. I'm going to give this door and this opportunity to to have it be a space where a person who could never, or who couldn't have the means or time or opportunity to make it in person is invested, is sharing their story is a part of something bigger. Mm -hmm. And so it's always cool to see how the things that we think limit us. God's like, Ah, watch what I can do with this, which is so awesome in terms of what's coming.
2: Absolutely. If I could just piggyback on that, I heard someone the other day use the word renaissance um, in terms of some things that were happening, like uh, just in different facets of our society that while we think the pandemic shut us down for two years, in certain areas, there were a renaissance, there's a renaissance happening. And I really feel like over the last two years, there's been this renaissance happening for for lead bold, but women in ministry leadership that that god is just there's a rebirth of something happening and that's why i keep going back to the word movement and i love thinking about this as like a renaissance time for um for women in ministry and uh, women in leadership so i'm holding on to that word it's kind of a, a picture that i have of what i see god doing he's like I'm not shutting anything down. I'm coming like a freight train. (laughs) Ah, yes, right. A freight train. I love it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and it, you know, right now when we're recording, we're just shy of a month out from Easter, and I, you know, it's that resurrection power, right? It's like yes, we we claim it in our personal lives, but I, I think we claim it too in our calls and in our ministry. That 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 living breath does things that nothing else can do. I you know Jody I'd love for you to talk a little bit. I mentioned a second ago that you were you're the chair of our board and not like oh this is this title so I hope you better be excited about lead bold. It's because of the drive and the unique perspective and the unique I think passion and there's an urgency that I hear when we talk about this. I hear from you an urgency mm-hmm. to to kind of undergird leadbold and what's happening there. And, you know, we have really gotten to experience some, the, the abundance of God in a lot of ways. But could you just talk a little and bit then, from your perspective, um, what you're seeing and what you're excited about, about kind of what's building and what's coming next?
2: What I am excited about, I think going back to what I just said, is that I think that we're on the forefront of of something, right? What I see happening is that because God has already carved the path, and that we keep stepping. And I, I you know, the vision of an explosion happening. I keep having that that the word renaissance explosion. I just feel like God has has blazed has blazed a trail, and um, and, and we kept we keep stepping into it and going. Oh my, we just stepped in something. <laughs> but what the good, good kind into? of stepping We just stepped in something. <laughs> dog it's the good kind of stepping on a trail. Not like <laughs> what the heck is on my shoe. But oh my gosh, look what we, look what's around this corner. Mm-hmm. Like, look what, look what we just discovered. And, and I think that again, the beauty of, I could sit here all day, you guys, and tell you what my plans are <laughs> for we as is I kind of like, I, I got love plans. It right? I call Andrea after our lead board meetings and I'm like, look, I got to get on this thing. I'm working on this thing. Here's what we're doing. I'm making decisions here, making decisions there. But the more I, I throw myself into this, the more I feel like it's just this rapid current that I just have get my raft and I, and I jump in and I let God just kind of and I see what comes around the corner. I'm like, okay, I'll respond to that. Okay, I'll respond to that. So for me, I'm trying not to react and 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 panic about, oh my gosh, we got to do fundraising over here and I've got to do this over here. It's more of a we're mm-hmm. in the current. Like, and and I'm on the raft and we're just gonna, we're gonna go down this river with God and see what He brings. There is something very different about that kind of a journey in a journey where you feel like you have to continue to force things to happen and, and really make things happen. There's a different energy behind that. And I think that is what I'm really excited about. I have never mm-hmm. experienced anything like this yeah. before. Um, as a two on the Enneagram, I'm going to help every help everything happen yeah. as a helper, make everything happen. That's not like, that's, that's mm. not what's happening here. I will do my part as God reveals it. And that is really exciting. Yeah, it's. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just going to say,
1: I think when we talk about the God carving the path or like being the current under it, um, you know, we knew, um, like I said, we knew that the in-person experience is something that you you can't exchange. It's so special. And we felt it now for three years um, here in the East Bay. But the, the we know that not everybody can come to the East Bay or it's just not convenient or not going to happen whatever so the big dream has been what if we could replicate this conference somewhere else so that if we have them in you know i won't say a number but however many different places m- the the more chance that somebody who lives in Nebraska can get to one somebody that lives in New York somebody who lives in Florida whatever so We've been just really paying attention the last year and a half of, okay, what's the next step? Translation, what is the next place? And really kind of what really kept coming to our minds and even people that could help execute it. Oh, hey, everybody, put your phone on silent when you're recording a, when you're recording a um, podcast. Oops. Oops.
0: <laughs> I want yeah. to yeah, leave that. That's in just that's the vulnerability yeah. yeah. like ministry. Yeah. <laughs> You're always on call. Oh no. Okay. I think I put it on.
1: Oh my word. I'm the worst. I gotta remember to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. Um, what one of the, those places where it just seemed like a lot of atten- my attention was going, and I was thinking of people in that area that could help make that happen was the Chicago area. And since then, so and then it just turned out that I was going to a different conference, semi-close. We worked it out to be able to meet in person with those three other leaders that I was had in mind. They all were like, yes, let's do this. The church that one of them was a part of was like, yes, we want to be your crosswinds. We want you to come, and we're not going to charge you to use our space. We want to also champion women. Um And then it was a connection with a local seminary nearby, and they want to partner. I mean, it has been, um, Mm -hmm. uh, it has been like exactly what you're saying, Jody. Like, we haven't had to have like a, you know, like a machete or whatever clearing through the jungle, which ironically, I think a lot of women in their personal ministry, it has felt that way, different topic for a different time. But Mm -hmm. it has been a Mm -hmm. current of rapids. So we're seeing more and more that God is making it, just blessing this movement, this um, initiative specifically in Chicago in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And so we are now um, you know, we've got it. We've got it in our sites. November third and fourth, um, we're going to be having a Lead Bold conference in Chicago, the the first one that won't be here in the Bay Area. And I am just this week, you guys, just this week, in one day, I had two different conversations that secured two of our keynote speakers. Like I, I've never one of them, you guys. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I talked to somebody in the morning who was recommending this woman. By the afternoon, I was talking to that woman and she was already saying yes. Like I don't I don't think that's how it normally goes, mm-hmm. at least not for me. It's just like I don't want to say easy, but it's I keep feeling that my yoke is easy, my burden is light and that th- that verse is probably not about that, but I'm just saying that's what keeps coming to mind that it's God doing mm-hmm. it and we're just like, okay God, turn our face the direction you want us to go. So absolutely feeling feeling yeah. that that momentum just like what you're talking about, Jody. Well,
0: yeah. It's incredible. The you know, I my I've been told this my whole life by my folks. They always say the right doors open and the wrong ones close. And I think it's amazing to see like just like you said, Jody, I'm a two as well. And so like for people who are trying to kind of orchestrate and bring framework and make things happen you know, the beautiful part about this ministry and this community is like, I think everybody in every facet has kind of had to just like throw their hands up and be like, all right, Lord, like you're go- yep. you're going and we're along for the ride. And so those moments where we're continually surprised too. And I think what's beautiful is that That recognition of need for people who go, Yes, I want to be involved. Yes, this is something that I think I can help and serve with. It's just across the board, volunteers, staff, board, everyone has just like raised their hand and said, Yes, I want to be a part of this, which is Mm -hmm. such a testament to how the Holy Spirit connects us all. Um, Any last thoughts, Jody, or just,
1: um, you know, I think we've decided we're going to make this a part one, part two podcast, and we're going to talk about your your three your three W's in a future episode but mm-hmm. um, love getting to talk about just lead bold itself and anything else just for those who are new to our community or been around for a while
2: like what would you say to them um well just my final thought as I was listening to both of you kind of conclude on this you know this this current that we're in and what God is doing when I feel like when you're a part of something like that, and and have um, the blessing of being able to be part of something like that. It enables you to dream bigger than you ever thought you could dream, and that is where I sit right now with Lead Bold. is Is I believe that we can dream build uh, dream big dreams um, for Lead Bold, and I am excited about that because again, I don't know that I've I've been part of something that has moved this quickly. Um, and where you just can't deny that God is, God is doing something. So it enables you to expand your, (laughs) your mind and your heart and open your arms, um, to things that are just, just huge and massive. And so at our next board meeting, Andrea, I'm going to be talking to you about what I think some of those things are. I
1: love it. I love it. Uh, Thank you for that. That's, you know, it's so freeing. I hope every woman listening can get a taste of that freedom of God just saying, let's write this together and ride this together. Um, That's what we're experiencing here. Um, If you're new to our community, um, be a part of this because we want to be able to encourage and inspire Mm -hmm. and energize you and activate you that these kind of movements that we're talking about can be true in your own ministry as well. Um, I just want to close with this. I know Jody, because yeah. you're a two, sometimes you're kind of a behind the scenes person, but even though you're amazing up front as well. Uh, but I just want to say that everyone in our Lead Bold community has been vastly impacted by you, Jody, by the unique wisdom that you bring. Um, w- while, While they probably know my face uh, when they think of Lead Bold, you are, it is your person, it is your spirit, it is your gifts that is behind it. Um, Even for me, um, you know, I'll just tell this story real quick. I officially became a pastor with the title, I don't know how many years ago, however many it was, well, like six years ago or something. And before that, I had been already doing the work. Um, in fact, when I was given the title of pastor, mm-hmm. it didn't really change what I was doing because I was already doing it. But for a number of mm-hmm. reasons, I just never was um, feeling like I needed to have that name, that title associated with, with me or my ministry. And it was Jody Tay that I was in conversation with when I was trying to decide if that you know, if, if I should do that or what. Um, and she really gave me this perspective that was, you know, it is a gift as a woman to be in our culture, in this place and time, um, to be able to be called pastor and for all the women that that is not an option for, uh, maybe you say yes to this. And that has been so freeing. And I think it's even another thing that God used in my life to help prepare me for even what I'm doing now. So Jody, you have, that's just one little tiny bit of how you've impacted me. But every single person listening, you have been impacted by Jodi, whether you know it or not, because she has been kind of really part of this whole thing from the beginning and so much of her is poured into what we do at Lead Bold. So I would not want to do it with anybody else, Jody. And I'm so glad you got to be in Same. and talk to us about the origin story of Lead Bold.
2: Thank you yeah. for letting me share you guys. Blessings to everyone listening. And I'm just just my final thought. And I truly mean this, that there is a place for everybody and lead bold, whether you're behind the scenes or upfront or whatever your gifting is or Enneagram number is or whatever, whatever your role, there is a place for you. There's a place for you here at our table.
0: I love that, Jody. I couldn't echo that more, that there's space for all who who may be thinking, if you're listening to this for the first time, if this is something that you've been listening to for a long time and you've been feeling that like itch on your heart to just raise your hand, like, do it no contribution, Mm -hmm. no investment or gifting is too small, too big. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. want you. We want all women to have a space and a place to commune under the knowledge that God loves us and He's called us to do work for Him.
1: Awesome. Well, that was a great. Thanks for being with us, everybody. We'll see you next time.
0: Well, thank you for joining us again on the Lead Bold Podcast. We hope you love this episode and a chance to hear more about what Lead Bold is, where Lead Bold came from, and how God put it on the hearts of women to really find a space where there could be community together. We're excited for our next episode with Jody Tay. You'll hear more from her directly, her three W's. And until then, please feel free to check out leadingbold.org where you can get information on Inspired to Lead, which is our amazing conference. It's right Right around the corner april 30th there are plenty of spots please feel free to sign up it's going to be a virtual conference led by the incredible speaker jackie reese i promise you this is not going to be something you want to miss it's going to be a wonderful time of teaching of encouragement of a refreshing of our minds as we step into another summer working for the lord so tune into that and of course as always lead bold we'll see you next time